Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show, where we talk salt, where we support abundant living today, every day and all day in five different areas of our lives. We really try to inspire abundant living in our bodies, in our families, in our community, in our finances, and in our minds. And you want to stick around for today's episode because we're going to talk about the other F word and you don't want to miss it. So stick around. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to another episode where we try to get our salt back. And our salt means we are trying and striving to support our own abundant living today in all that we do. And we're really trying to get back to that passion, those things that drive us, support us, you know, move us to change, move us to grow in our own capacity capacity move us to be the better person. And so today I wanted to tackle a topic that it's probably a little difficult. I know it is for me and it's the other F word and it's the one we can say on air. Well, actually some people say the other other F word, but you don't want to miss this one. I hope it'll be an episode that'll speak to you because I think we've all been victims to this and we may be struggling through it currently. Have you ever been betrayed? Have you ever been betrayed by someone you loved? A family member? A spouse? A child? Has somebody ever purposefully hurt you? Maybe somebody's even unintentionally hurt you, but nonetheless, you were hurt. Are you a victim of a broken marriage because of choices or a relationship that didn't quite work out the way you intended? Maybe a friendship. Maybe girlfriends or guy friends felt betrayed. Maybe you were betrayed. Has anybody ever acted towards you out of jealousy, their own jealousy? Has anybody been just downright mean to you and in their anger responded to you? Maybe your kindness, maybe your thoughtfulness that somebody was just so jealous of who you are caused people to act in a certain way. And You had every right to feel the feelings that were inflicted upon you. Man, it's easy to think about, I'll just give them a good tongue lashing or I'll just say this or that. And today we're going to talk about the other F word. You might not want to talk about it with me, but I think we all should listen because I think this F word is the hardest challenge for us all to get our salt back, to keep our passion, to keep our eyes on the path that lies before us, the path that can truly, truly change our lives and the lives of the people that are around us. And that F word, my friends, is forgiveness. Ooh, some of you may just decide to turn the channel right now because you're like, I don't want to hear that. You know what? I'm with you. Because sometimes I feel so strong in how I feel towards those that have 
out of jealousy, done certain things to me out of pure hateness and meanness and betrayal, hurt me or one of my children or our family over the years. But you know what? We can't control them. And forgiveness is nothing about them. It's all about us and the path that we're on. Nelson Mandela said something very profound. There's several quotes I'm going to share today, but this one meant a lot to me many, many years ago. And I try to tell it to myself, you know, when I find myself in these times that I need to invoke the F word, that's the forgiveness word. Nelson Mandela said, not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. When I first heard that, I was like, wait a minute, rewind. Let me hear that again. Not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Oh my gosh. How true that statement is. Because guess what? When we don't forgive, it's like drinking that bitter poison. Because every time we think about it, every time we relive the pain, every time we relive the injustice, every time we relive the thing that happened to us, that downright just burned us to the core, it's like drinking poison because it's hurting us. But we're expecting the other person to die. (laughs) They're not going to. They're probably off doing more of what they've done. It's not affecting them. But when we hang on to it, it affects us and it just kills us from within because we're eaten up with it. And we don't and can't understand how somebody could be so ruthless and cruel and mean to betray us. But it's not about them. We have to find it in ourselves to grow in this lifetime to become the best that we can be. And we have to learn how to forgive because in the end, guess what? We are not perfect people either. And if we have to, you know, sit in our own little quiet space and reflect on who we are, can we truly answer the question, have I ever hurt somebody? Have I ever spoken with forked tongue? Have I ever been jealous and act out in anger towards somebody? Have I ever hurt a friend, a spouse, a child? Maybe even you didn't mean to, but you did. You know, the old Chinese philosopher Confucius says, those who cannot forgive others break the bridge over which they themselves must pass. Dang it. Why are we called to such a higher standard when some people just cruise through life at the lowest level? Pond scum. You know, the Lord's Prayer says, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Dang it. Why are we called to a higher standard? It's hard. I am righteous in my grudge. I am right to be angry and mad at whoever it is. You can insert the name, the entity, the organization, the whatever. Not saying we don't have anger or we don't get hurt, and sometimes hurts downright take away our most precious things in our world to us. How can we ever forgive somebody who has tortured us to the core? 
you know, I was on a little trip with the Bobby dude and we had some time. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch a movie here, there, and had some time to think. And I was looking through the search button and the bar and it was like, hmm, there's a movie that I've heard about in the past, but I didn't ever want to watch it because I had heard a little bit about the premise of the movie and it was about something unthinkable that happened to a family and I could never put myself and you know my kids know me and you know Bobby dude knows me and I really don't let a lot of things in like I will not watch certain things I just protect them like I don't need to know that so I a lot of times I won't watch certain things and I, I really kind of wondered why I was drawn to watch this movie at this particular time over this last week. And I now I do understand why, because it plays very much into the topic that I was going to talk about. And I guess I was ready for it. The movie had Tim McGraw in it. And I liked Tim McGraw. So I thought, well, I'll watch that. It can't be that bad. And I really didn't know anybody else in the movie, but I thought, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. And the movie was called The Shack. Maybe you've already seen it. It's not a new movie. It's an older movie. But the unthinkable that happened was this family. The dad took the kids on a camping trip. And while he was at the campsite, which was a populated campsite, and the day that he was leaving, his two oldest children were in a canoe. And one of the children, you know, popped up in the canoe and was kind of saying, hey, look at me. And it, it, it capsized the canoe. And one of the children was caught underneath and he jumped in to rescue that child. And while he did, he left the littlest child on the shore. And by the time he got back and everybody was safe, that littlest child had disappeared. And of course, the worst thing that you can imagine happened was abducted. And that child was murdered and, you know, it sets the baseline for the movie. But basically the dad, which is not Tim McGraw in the movie, the dad is a, another actor. Tim McGraw was like the, the pastor, but it speaks to the quote that I was sharing at first by Nelson Mandela, you know, not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die because that dad was just eaten up with guilt. That dad was eaten up with anger and rage over what this person did to their little girl and their family and everything and all. Of course, the children in the movie were, especially the one that, you know, the little girl that stood up in the canoe, she felt like she was the one to blame because if she hadn't have done that, then the son wouldn't have been capsized underneath the canoe. And, and because of that, this whole series of events happened. And of course, it's a, a fantasy movie, but, but the premise was very, very, very clear. And through the course of the healing in the movie, the dad gets taken on a trip to see God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And it kind of becomes a, a journey back to living because he was dying and everybody around him was dying. And, you know, because of the tragedy that happened, believe me, I cannot imagine, I cannot imagine the pain. I cannot imagine the pain of having my child taken from me in that horrific way. I would be a nut. I would be out looking to string somebody up by their fingernails. Believe me. <laughs> but in this movie, as he was brought through a, 
a series of reflections by God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And he was brought back to understand or try very hard to understand this word forgiveness, because in forgiving, it sets us free. And there was a quote in this movie that I actually had to back it up and play it over again. And I listened to it again. And then I backed it up again and I played it over again. And this time I wrote it down. And I thought, how appropriate for me at this timing. And that's why I know I was like, okay, I was supposed to watch this because um, of what I'm about to say. And basically the line in the movie went something like this. Forgiveness doesn't establish a relationship. It just gets you off his throat. And his, in the movie, was talking about the guy who perpetrated this horrific injustice on this family. So I will say this to you, as I was kind of reflecting and pondering this topic over the last week, it's been hard in my whole life as I think about the people who have acted in a certain way, you know, who have acted towards me out of jealousy, who have acted towards my family or done something manipulative or hurt or harmed me in some way or family or, you know, whatever. I mean, you guys experience it, you know, yourselves as well. My thought was always, if I forgive them, then, then I have to like them again. I don't want to be their friend. I just don't want anything to do with them. But then in my heart, I always know that if you forgive, you're letting go. You are choosing to let go. So I love that this quote kind of put that in perspective, which forgiveness doesn't establish a relationship. Doesn't mean you have to go be best friends again. Doesn't mean you even have to move in the same circles or have a relationship. What it does is sets you free. It gets you off because if you're on their throat, you are in one place. You are stagnated. You're not progressing. You're regressing. And remember, we have to be progressing. You know, holding a grudge doesn't make you strong. Holding a grudge doesn't make you strong. It makes you bitter. Forgiveness doesn't make you weak. It sets you free. That's another quote. Holding a grudge doesn't make you strong. It makes you bitter. And I found that to be true in my own life. I wonder if you found that to be true in yours. Or if you're reflective enough, if you're willing to admit that to yourself. Forgiveness doesn't make you weak. It sets you free. So we have to choose to let us be free. It doesn't establish a relationship. We don't have to be friends. We don't even have to move in the same circles, but forgiving sets us free. It separates us from drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die. You know, I was thinking that's pretty profound for this week. And I'm like, I found myself in those situations, holding on to things, holding on to harms and hurts from people or things or organizations or whatever in the past. But in order for us to truly be free, we have to let it go. You know, I was talking about Tim McGraw in the movie. Well, guess what? <laughs> okay, Tim McGraw has a song and it's a country song. And I mean, if you're into country, you, you'll know the song I'm about to say. But if you're not, I would challenge you to go Google it. And the song is titled Live Like You Were Dying. 
And basically, you know, the premise of the song, of course, it's a country song. So, you know, there's some, you know, story there. Sometimes it's either good, bad, or, you know, that's one of the reasons I love, you know, my pop music a lot of times, you know, but there are very, very good country songs. And, you know, this one has a good message. And basically this guy gets some bad news about his health and it makes him be reflective because he's like in his early forties and all of a sudden he wants to live and he's going to live like he was dying. So basically he's going to do all these things he hadn't done that he wished he had done, but he hadn't done. And now he doesn't know how much time he has and, and he wants to do all these things. So basically he says, the chorus is, I went skydiving. I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went 2.7 seconds on a bull man named Fu Manchu. And I loved deeper and I spoke sweeter and I gave forgiveness I'd been denying. And he said, someday I hope to get the chance to live like you were dying. So basically, he said, I gave forgiveness that I'd been denying. Hmm. How many of us are sitting there not giving forgiveness because we're holding on to it? And we're like, we might even be justified. More than likely, we probably are. I'm justified to hold on to this anger. I'm justified to hold this grudge because of what so-and-so did or didn't do. It's true. I would agree with you. And forgiveness is a choice. Forgiveness is a choice. That's the F word that's hard. But forgiveness doesn't establish a relationship. You don't have to be best friends with that person. You just have to move on. Because it's a choice. And the choice to forgive doesn't do anything for that person that harmed us, but it sets us free. It sets us free to live in our salt, to support our abundant living today, to get that passion back, to move forward. It builds our own capacity. Not forgiving, it holds us in bondage. Not forgiving is like drinking bitter poison every day. It is in giving forgiveness that we are forgiven. Remember those who cannot forgive others break the bridge over which they themselves must pass. So kind of when you think about that, you're like, ouch, well, I want to be forgiven for my own trespasses. But in doing so, you mean I have to forgive somebody who's harmed me? Uh, yeah, we do. And you know what? Sometimes. Not always, but sometimes we have to start with forgiving ourselves first. I bet there's not one person listening to today's episode that doesn't have something of which we need to forgive ourselves for. Maybe it was a decision that had a domino effect and it caused harm to ourselves, our loved ones. Maybe it was something we didn't do. A sin of omission, perhaps. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, And if we think if I only could do it all over again, da-da-da-da-da, I would do this or I wouldn't do that. Maybe we need to start with ourselves. Are you holding on to unforgiveness against yourself? Maybe you feel a tremendous guilt of something in the past. Let it go. Forgive yourself, allow healing to take place. And you know what? This doesn't happen just by a one and done. I'm going to jump back to the movie, The Shack. 
it was when I forget it, whether it was God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit, when they were talking to you know the dad, they said, you know what? You might have to say, I forgive multiple times, a thousand times over and over and over until it truly takes root and you're able to forgive and you're able to be set free. Maybe you and I need to forgive ourselves and we have to say it over and over again until we're truly letting go. You know, it doesn't just happen overnight. It's not like a light switch. It's not like electricity. I can flip the switch and boom, done, got light. Doesn't happen like that. We are enlightened in our journey through forgiveness. We're able to see the light again, but it doesn't happen just that quickly. It takes practice. Genuine, true, quiet time, reflective practice ownership of the past, but a decision to forgive and not just ourselves. We want to be forgiven, don't we? We truly want others to forgive us. Well, then guess what? We have to forgive others. Remember, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We're called to that higher self. So if you are holding on to unforgiveness against yourself, let it go. Forgive yourself and allow healing to take place. Are you holding on to the hurt that others have inflicted on you or your children, your family? (laughs) Families are full of opinions. Families are full of strong personalities, self-righteousness, do-gooders sometimes, especially people who point the finger at everyone but themselves, right? We're all part of those families. We're all part of those relationships. Let it go. Remember, holding a grudge doesn't make you strong. It makes you bitter. And forgiveness sets you free. Choose forgiveness. Are you holding on to maybe work-related hurts? Maybe a boss who would not see your talents and promoted somebody over you? Maybe a colleague who manipulated himself or herself all the way up the corporate ladder. You know it, you've seen it, you know it's there and it just gets in your gut. Holding a grudge doesn't make you strong, it makes you bitter. Forgiveness doesn't make you weak, it sets you free. Let it go. We're all on our own journey. And I think our growth and our future is in how quickly we recognize that oops, Mm, I fell off the wagon a little bit. I'm hopped back into grudge and anger and madness, even though I'm righteous in it. That person did me wrong. They acted out of manipulation. They acted in anger, in jealousy. They betrayed me. They betrayed my friendship. They betrayed our relationship or they used me for their own gain. They manipulated the circumstance. They manipulated somebody else. Yep, probably all true. As a matter of fact, don't doubt it at all. It's out there. You're justified, you think, in holding on. But remember, you can't allow yourself to drink the poison and hope somebody else is dying. It doesn't affect them. That's who they are. You're not going to change them, but you have to grow yourself. And we're called to a higher standard. And you know what? Sometimes I think about it, it's like, dead coming. <sighs> Why are we called to this higher standard? Because we are. If we're going to reach our full potential, 
if we're going to actually become the people that we were destined to be, we have to be constantly growing and shedding those things that are not moving us in the direction of growth and expansion and capacity. And the big one, the big one is the F word. How quickly can we forgive? It's not easy, believe me. I'm on my own journey, but I bet you're on that journey with me. Who is it that you're not choosing to forgive today? Is it yourself? Is it someone else? Is it several someone else's? Take baby steps. Choose to forgive. Remember, you don't have to establish a relationship. And forgiving doesn't make you weak. It sets you and me free to go become all that we were supposed to be, all that we were meant to be. There is a great song that I really, really am asking you to listen to. Besides the Tim McGraw song, the Live Like You Were Dying song. There is a unbelievable song by Matthew West, and it's called Forgiveness. I would challenge us all to Google it, search it, put it on your playlist. It's so good. It's so, so good. Well, I think we're going to wrap this episode of the F word up. (laughs) Because we want to grow in our salt. We want to support abundant living today. We want each and every one of us to grow and grow on the journey that God has for us. It's an amazing journey. And sometimes we have to do things that are hard. Remember, it's like the pruning. Nobody likes it, but you know what? It's good for us. And while it's hard for us to forgive, we want to be forgiven. And I am going to challenge us all this week, even if we start with one thing that we're going to forgive somebody for, and we're going to say it out loud. You don't have to say it to that person. You can say it to yourself, but you're going to say it out loud. I choose to forgive. And you can insert the name or the organization or the event or the person, whatever, or the persons over this. It will not hold me captive any longer. I am choosing to be set free. I forgive. And then you might have to say it several times and you might have to say it over and over and over again for many days until it's truly going to take root. And then I would ask us all to find others that might need forgiveness. Maybe it's to start with ourselves. I don't know what your story is, but I'm going to say, let's challenge us all to live a life filled with passion, filled with salt, call each other to our best selves. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining me today. And don't forget to enjoy the journey, bond with others, talk to others who are going through the same thing, challenge others to forgive, listen to some good music, listen to Matthew West and live, live, live with forgiveness. Thank you so much for joining me this week for the Amanda Rollick show as we talk salt and we support abundant living today in all areas of our life. I just wish the very, very best week for you. I wish you a life filled with salt, a life filled with passion, and just come back again for another episode. You know, if you are able to take the challenge and forgive somebody, send me an email to the Amanda Rollert show at gmail.com or send me an instant message, DM me, let me know that you took the challenge. 
Let me know how you felt about it. And I just wish you the best week ever. Thanks for joining everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.